And now, Nick and Gator. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me as always... Gator. Welcome to 2021. Oh my God, it's the first day of... We made it through 2020. Unless we woke up and Sunday and Cher singing. That's true. Unless there, there is the real, very real possibility that we didn't make it through 2020. And <laughs> I'm just counting chickens before they hatch. And we're pre-recording this. And we end up dying in a fiery explosion tomorrow. Well, there's that, I guess. I guess the world could end on See, the I was, 31st. I was going more of a Groundhog Day scenario where we just start 2020 over again and have to relive this I was fresh going hell. for a straight up end of the world scenario. Fresh hell. So, anyway. I've got my Hopefully lighter. Hopefully that's not it. Yeah. And it's really annoying now. God, you just need to stop, please. You're just, you're just pinging on all cylinders there. I am. Anyway. I, well, had, guys, chi- I had Chili Mac and onion rings. Yeah. You had a lot of onions. So a horrible this choice. This is going to be a bad thing. And you horrible added extra choice. hot sauce to it. it. did, yeah. This is going to result in some gastrointestinal fireworks. We're hanging at our uh, favorite place, Top Shooters, here in uh, Southern Illinois. We are. It's an interesting night here at the Shooters. It is. There's so, a lot going on. A lot on. going on. But that's okay. Yeah. So tonight, we're going to be kicking off 2021. With a bang. With the Bishop and the Gator. That's so right. I will be smoking the Bishop. I'll be smoking the Gator. And the Bishop features a Nicaraguan Seco, Lejero, and Viso as the filler, a Nicaraguan binder, and a wrapper of beautiful San Andreas Maduro. Whereas the Gator. That's my stick. The filler is made up of Dominican Seco and Nicaraguan Viso, while the binder is a Sumatra, and the wrapper is a nice creamy colored Ecuadorian Connecticut. I'll tell you what, that Sumatra really gives the uh, the gator that little punch. Just that needs. little punch? Yep, just it does. A little bit of something, something. So the reason we're smoking these cigars is because so far on the podcast, we only smoked the prototypes we on did. the show, we if did. I'm not mistaken. Now, granted, the Bishop should be the same as the prototype, whereas the gator, the gator actually did stepped have up a notch. A little bit of a change yes. in the wrapper. So. And it, uh, I mean, it's a noticeable change. And the cigar was good before, and it's great now. There you go. Well, why don't we go ahead and cut and light these guys and get this uh, show on the road? I bet the cut is brought to us by our man Dan at Riverman, Riverman Cigar Company. Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Our man Dan, he made it through 2020. He's coming into 2021, and he's got big plans for 2021. I know. He Darn won- right, big plans. He's got all kinds of things he wants to, and wants to do, obviously, in a safe manner. But for right now... Safe as it gets doing business with us. Yeah, it's but, true. Know, let's it's be true. honest. But, you know, it's okay. But for right now, while we're all still kind of under some COVID regulations and whatever else, you can swing on and buy a Riverman Cigar Company. Check out his awesome humidor that features all kinds of cigars from $4 to $100, all the way up to that $100 Saka Unicorn. And, He's been doing uh, mail orders all over the place. He has. Yeah. He's, and, and that's the other thing. If you're not from St. Louis or you're not swinging through St. Louis, but you still want to support a brick-and-mortar shop, you can always call up Dan at Riverman. He'll do a mail order. He'll get the box to you, you know, really quickly. And he likes to throw in little goodies into the box. So, yeah. you know, he really, he really takes pride in delivering just as good of an experience by mail as you get when you come into the store. There you go. So Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. So with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigars. Jeff is looking longingly at me, which tells me he doesn't have a cutter. No, I did not bring one he with did me. did not bring a But cutter. I have my nice travel humidor that you got me for Christmas. It's you so nice. You do have that. 
Now, I put the lighter in it, but did not put a cutter now in it. Now, here's the thing. It's time that we go ahead and coordinate the bishop. Because remember, it's got the little... Yeah, little but I just there. watched you put the bishop in your mouth, and now I have to use the same cutter, you sack well, of shit. that's your problem, <laughs> not mine. I'm just going to gnaw the end off of my gator. There you go. <laughs> so I'm going to do the V-cut on the bishop, and that makes the little bishop hat out of the torpedo end. It does. So, slide, oh no, slide the oh cutter. Oh no, that down. has been in your mouth. You really aren't going to... Oh my god, he's going to gnaw the end off that... He, I just did. I don't know if you could hear that, guys. I mean, I could hear it through the headphones, so I don't know if it came through on the actual recording or not, but he did. He just gnawed the end off I'm the guessing gator. it did, so there we go. Did you crack the shit out of it? No. That's good. <laughs> That's real good. I know, right? Anyway. All right. Well. I do have a mouthful of tobacco from <laughs> literally biting the end of my cigar. Ah, oh, Lord. All right. Well, cold draw time. <laughs> Why don't you there we go, go ahead and do the cold draw on your, uh, on your cigar there, Jeff? Featuring okay. this lovely band with our logo and a microphone and the Brought St. Louis to us by arch and Martinez everything. cigars That's and true. a newspaper. And a newspaper. I don't know if everybody has caught everything on our I band. I was going to say, there's a lot of intricacies to the band. A lot going on. There was a lot that went into the design of the band, guys. You have no idea. It was. <laughs> I think some people even got shit canned over the band. I think some people did get shit canned over the band. Not at Martinez and not at the pulpit, but no, elsewhere. But elsewhere. Yeah. There, there were some heads that rolled over yeah, the band. Yeah, there, there actually were. It's kind <laughs> so, of fucked up. Anyway, so cold draw, Jeff. What are you getting on the cold draw of the gator? I'm guessing it's that Sumatra. Um, but it's got a real spicy, almost like a fruity flavor to it. I, I know I talk about this a lot, and it's probably why I love my own stick here so much. <laughs> you might want to flag the tape for that. But uh, That's going to get added to yeah, the soundboard. <laughs> might want to flag the tape on that one. But uh, no, I think one of the reasons I like it is it's got that spicy fruit flavor that I talk about, and I've talked about a lot early on in the podcast, especially yeah. persimmons. Persimmons. Persimmons have that kind of spicy flavor to them. Also known as road fruit, for those of yes, you who Yes, road fruit. <laughs> but road uh, fruit. I think that's why I like it, because I get that, that persimmon sweetness and that, that spice of the persimmon. All right. Whereas on the Bishop, I have a nice kind of earthy, spicy kind of flavor going on here. It's it's that it's that San Andreas Maduro with that Nicaraguan tobacco all through there. You get that nice kind of spicy earthiness. There you go. So I'm going to go ahead and fire up my cigar here. Now, Again. Jeff does have a lighter. Yeah, he but it's not have working. <laughs> Dear <Awesome>. God. <laughs> Take that. Sack. I, actually, I always pack two because I always know. I always assume that he doesn't have one. Now I want to point out anybody that sees our promotional picture that we put up on Instagram. He burned all the fluid. I in did. His lighter I literally take that picture. Burned all of the fluid in my Zippo. That's what's really funny. Yeah, he's even got a special cigar pulpit Zippo with him, and he just, uh, you know, he just can't pull it off. I can't pull it off tonight. It's okay. Jeff's uh, cigar is currently attempting reorbit and entry or re-entry into from orbit. <laughs> Screwed that all up. All the hell. Mm. So, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't had a gator in a while. I haven't had um, a bishop in a little bit. It's probably been since we were down in Tampa. That's when I think I smoked my last uh, bishop. You know, I don't even think I smoked one. Oh, no, I did. You know what? I take that back. I was going to say it was the Riverman event, but I did take it, and we smoked it on the yeah, beach. Yeah, we smoked it on the That's beach right. down there. Yeah. I forgot about that. 
That was I a nice did. time. That was a nice time. <laughs> hence our cigar, uh, you know. Yeah, hence our Christmas, Christmas picture. Photo. Yeah, it was it was sweet. So yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> it was really freaking uh, lots of questions. You got lots much feedback on that one? Uh, I got some questions. There you like, go. You know, so uh, you got something you want to tell me? You know that kind of thing. <laughs> but nothing, nothing specific that I want to get into. So oddly enough, I haven't gotten the questions. You're divorced. What the hell? Everybody what? is. I mean, at this point, that's a good excuse for the divorce. <laughs> Thanks. Jeff, Jeff was into dudes. <laughs> no. No. Let's not get that started. Okay. Uh, nope, nope, nope. I, I like the ladies. <laughs> well. I just want to point that out. So, But I go. will say, I had so many people ask me, oh, you going to wear a Speedo on the beach? Kind of had I did. Kind of I did. To. Yeah. Kinda made that to. happen. You made that happen. You did. And I'll give you credit. I didn't think you were going to do it. But you pulled that off. You didn't think I had the balls to pull it off, nah, did you? I didn't. I didn't think so. But that's How okay. long have you known me? I garden naked, for the love of God. I know, but like that's kind of different. Like, it's it's just different. The poor kid that thought I was Santa and then I dropped her out. That was kind of funny. Yeah, it really was. Anyway. All right. Well, now that we've done recapping the last episode, how about we go ahead and move into the... Just recapping our, you know, our the, Tampa trip. The thoughts on uh, the bishop and the gator here. So, so I've lit up... I miss our Tampa trip. That was fun. I know. I could move down there. I could, too. I'm not going to lie. I could very easily pack up and move down there. Yeah, I could, too. Yeah. But anyway. It was so much fun. Anyway, we digress. Just like the retro hail, the bishop, or I'm sorry, just like the cold draw, just like the cold draw, the bishop has got a nice earthy, kind of leathery spiciness (laughs) going on. And it's just amazing. Meanwhile, Jeff is coughing to death over on his gator over there. I am. You know why that is, guys? Because I'm smoking the superior one of the two. I don't think that's the case. <laughs> you did outsell me at the Martinez event by, like, a stick. Uh, I sold out at Martinez before you as well. By, what, three? Just putting it out there. Yeah, just by three. Anyway. But so anyway. What do you got on the gator? I need my gator rights to step up. No, I'll tell you what. I... I it sounds really weird to say how much I like my own cigar, but this there's a reason I like this cigar. You just blew your head up with yep. a retrohale. Uh, that retrohale kicks me right in the nuts, and that's exactly what I ordered from Martinez. I love it so much. Yeah. No, it's, mine. It's the uh, good kind of pain. The the thing I like about mine, I did the the cold draw, I did the cold retrohale again. It was the same with the persimmons, but it's just got a really nice creamy flavor to the smoke. Yeah. You know, on the Gator, and I. Again, I know it's my cigar. I know I helped blend and, you know, whatever. But, guys, I really can't recommend actually both of our sticks enough. I hate to give Nick credit, but the Bishop's great. I know. I will admit the Gator is a, you know, for those of you who are like me and you like a nice, you have a palate that tends to swing more to the uh, medium to full-bodied cigars. I'll tell you what, the Gator, it's, it's a Connecticut, but it's a Connecticut that knows somebody, to steal a phrase from Jeff there. Yes. And, um... You know, it's got a little bit of something to it, and honestly, it's uh, it's a really good cigar for like a medium to full-bodied smoker to kind of start off their day with. Yeah, you know, absolutely, it's, it's a lighter kind of smoke for somebody with that kind of palate, but it's got a little bit of something, something to it that is still going to keep um, a medium to full-bodied smoker entertained. Now, you know, you know? I, I I worked today. Um, doing paper deliveries and different things. I know. You actually worked today. This is my fifth cigar of the day, mm-hmm. and the flavor is strong coming through it, mm-hmm. even after five other sticks. 
That's awesome. Or four other sticks. This is number five today. This is only number two for me today, but that's because... Those I, are rookie numbers. Well, you got to work on those numbers. I had a ton of them yesterday. Yeah. Just a ton of cigars You yesterday. hung out in the fishing tent. I did. Yep. I did. I did. I hung out in the ice fishing tent, which is now being called the Smoke Den. Okay. It's the Smoke Den Annex of the Casa de Nick Garage Cigar Lounge. Um, You're really into names, aren't you? Oh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta jazz this up, man. You can't just like go into it and be all like, you know, I'm smoking in my garage. You know, jazz it up a little bit, you know? That's right. Smoking in my Casa de Nick Garage Cigar Lounge. Or, like I said, in this case, the Smoked In Annex, which is off the deck of the I like uh, Casa de Nick. So, I like it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Pinky came over. Oh, that's awesome. And so she hung out. She, she wanted to see the tent. I miss Pinky. Yeah, she she was supposed to come on with us tonight, but she had her family Christmas. I'm so disappointed. So, I told her she needs priorities yeah, in her life. I know. She's I putting know. family Christmas but over recording with us. She uh, she came over, and we hung out in the, uh, the smoke den there. She actually is the one who came up with the smoke den name. I'll give oh, her credit she? for that. Well, that's awesome. But I'll tell you what. I was I, for those of you who have been tracking the the ice fishing tent, you know, experience. I will admit, going into this, I was a little nervous about having two people smoking in there at the same time. I was worried about ventilation. Yes, you were. You you expressed that to me. I did. So yesterday when she came over, it was twenty four degrees. Okay. We turned the heater on full. Yep. We had all four windows open and the door half open. Yeah. We were just fine. That's cool. And the smoke. Look, when both of us were kind of like puffing away in there, yeah, I'll admit there was some hanging in the air a little bit, but it dissipated very quickly. At no point was it like choking us out and asphyxiating. And I mean, it was great, man. I, I And the best part is, even with the two of us in there with that table, we could have probably jammed in one more person. That would have been very, very tight. Had we taken the table out of there or gotten like a smaller table, like a TV tray yeah. to like put the board on or something like that, three people could sit and smoke and record in there all day and it would be no problem. Now, I suggested here towards the end of January, 1st of February, we just take that down to my pond, you know, drill a hole in the ice and actually do some fishing. We yeah. bust out the Ron Peel pocket fisherman. The problem with that is you and I on the ice, it's going to create a weight problem. My thousand pound life kind of deal. We're not a thousand pounds combined. Okay. I want that for the record. You and I are not a thousand pounds combined. And so because of that, I, I I'm not I'm not really keen on that idea. Okay. But that's okay. But anyway, so no, we hung out in the tent, had a great time, and so I had a lot of cigars yesterday. So today I kinda cut it back and uh this is only my second of the day. But dude, that like I said, that earthy, leathery spiciness comes through really really hard on the bishop here and when you do the retro hail man it just it, what's really cool about this cigar is that when you're smoking it it's it's got some spice to it mm-hmm. but it's not like oppressive or anything like that but man when you do the retro retro hail it just kicks you in the balls and that's what i wanted that's what i it told is. when i when i told dave from martinez Hey, when you guys are putting this together, that's what I want. Man, the rollers over there just nailed it right off oh, the bat. Oh, I think they liked that challenge. Yeah. Right off the bat, just nailed it. That's so. awesome. Now, I need to mention something since you brought up Pinky. Yeah. Pinky has an Instagram page. She does. Yes. Pinky smokes cigars. Smokes cigars. So, um, 
make sure you head on over to Instagram and follow Pinky as she uh, kind of starts to chronicle her cigar journey a little bit. In a way, she's kind of the third leg of the cigar pulpit stool. Yes. The feminine leg. I said stool. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what that. Oh, are you referring to Pooh? Is that what you're referring to as Pooh? Anyway. But no, she's the third leg of the stool. You know, now we also have our other characters on the show that come in from time to time. Mm-hmm. But Pinky, I think, uh, you know, may end up coming on with us a little more often. That's the goal. That is the goal. That, that's the goal. Well, Jeff, given the fact that it is the first episode of 2021, I thought it would be nice for us to go back and take a real quick brief look at the cigars that came out in 2020 and do our own personal top five of 2020. Now, what threw me here is... It's not the top five cigars we've necessarily smoked in the year, but the top five cigars we've smoked that came out this year. Yeah. So that kind of, I, I had to do a little work on my list yes. before we started. Yeah, it was, it was one of those things that last year when Jeff and I did this, we kind of basically just said top five cigars that we had smoked that year. And it didn't matter what year they came out. Yeah. And the reason that we did that is because we'd only been going for a handful of months. And it just, you know, it's kind of one of those things that... We were relatively new, but I figured this way, this way we can actually drill it down and just concentrate on 2020. So, and since the FDA didn't fuck us all over, yeah, exactly. We actually we had, had cigars some come out, new cigars to yeah. come out and, and talk about. So, we are going to be recapping our personal top five of 2020. Now, mine are in no particular order. I do not have a best cigar. Didn't we go through this last year where mine were in order and yours weren't? Did you put yours in order? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna mix mine up now. Okay, I'm not I'm not going against the grain this well, time. Well, I'm just saying that like, I don't want to. I you don't want to say this palate, is my top cigar. Yeah, my palate is is not to the point that I'm like gonna say, oh my god, this cigar is heads and tails above all the other cigars. Yeah, I'm declaring it the best. I mean, unless cigar we get like a ten thousand dollar endorsement deal, and well, then, yeah, you I know, mean, it just happens. Let's be yeah. real, I can be rented. Amen. We you can't buy us, but we can be rented all day all long. Day. All and day. so anyway, I just want to point out that when I list these off, they are in no particular order. I find all five of these to be really, really good cigars. Same here. So do you want to go first? You know what? I do. I'll let you go first. Okay. So Number first five. off, um, I'm actually going to talk about a cigar that we just smoked. Okay. Crux. Oh, yes. The Epicure. Yep. That's that a cigar, cigar had a lot going on, and it left a lasting impression with me. Now, again, we just smoked it. Like, what? Well, for this past it Tuesday. It was this past, well, yeah, it was this past Tuesday. Yeah, and yep. it was a good cigar. Now, if I had smoked it at the beginning of the year, would I still have, you know, without smoking it through the rest of the year, would I still remember it as fondly as I do? I don't know, but I smoked it recently. It was a great cigar, and I'm putting it on my list. There you go. I do like the Crocs Epicure. I've smoked it a handful of times throughout the year, and I have found it to be a really, really good stick as well. There you go. So my first cigar is um, a new addition to the Charter Oak line. It's the Charter Oak Cabano. Ooh. And you like that. I stick. like that cigar a lot. I mean, they, I get the Toro breaks down to about maybe like seven bucks a stick. So it's a it's a nice priced cigar. Yep. And, um, you know, previously I had smoked the Shade Grown Connecticut Charter Oaks. And my only I don't want to say complaint, but my only kind of like 
detraction on that cigar is typically when I get to the final third of that Connecticut. Bitters up. The Connecticut bitterness like ramps up significantly to where it's almost difficult yeah. for me to smoke that final third. And that happens on a lot of Connecticut. But I'll tell you what, this Habano, this Charter Cabano, yeah. I'm taking that thing down to the bitter. Well, not bitter. I'm taking that thing down to the end every time. I love this thing. It's got a nice amount of spice. It's really, really good. Burns well. And for the price, I, I can't beat it. So, Charter Oak Cabano. Fair enough. Number four. Next up, I have got the Aladino Cameroon mm. by JRE Tobacco. Now, here's the thing about that one. I would have had that one on my list, but I knew, I knew you were going to have that one on your list. Yeah. And so, I, I found a couple. There were a couple others that I wanted to include on my list. So I was going to have like a top like seven or eight. Yeah. And so I purposely left that off only because I knew you were going to cover you, it. You knew that was coming. I knew that it was is coming. a good cigar. Fantastic oh my God, cigar. the flavor. And if I'm not mistaken, and, yeah. and if I am, we'll just cut this out. But if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> Broccoli Rob's the one that kind of introduced us to that. Is he not? Yeah, you're mistaken. Okay. Who, who did? Dan. Our man Dan at Riverman. Dan went down to the JRE Farms prior but, to COVID. But wait, the first time I smoked it was when Broccoli was there with us at his shop. I get it. Okay, okay. I get it. That's where my confusion lies. Our man lies. Dan went down to the JRE Farms prior to COVID. Okay. He went on a little excursion down to Honduras. That's right. And he brought, at least me, back one of the samples. You son of a bitch. So I actually smoked the Cameroon back in like March. No, you didn't. I did. And I was waiting with bated breath for that thing to come out. And when it finally did come out, I'm pretty sure that was right around the time that Broccoli Rob came in. It was Louis, because we smoked was, it with him June, at Riverman. Which was, I think, June. And, yeah, when we hung out, we now, smoked a ton of Aladino. I'm not going to lie camera. to you. Yep. I recall it that Broccoli Rob is the one that introduced me to it. And you know why I think that is? Possibly. You guys know. were at Riverman the day before me, smoked it, uh-huh. and we're talking about it. And that's why I picked it up and smoked it that day. It what I hate to say this, Maybe it wasn't that. on Dan's recommendation. It was on Broccoli Rob's recommendation. Yep. I didn't know you had an early stick, yeah. you son of a bitch. I had it back in March, and it was amazing. You fucker, I didn't know that. It was so good. Why didn't I get one? I mean, Dan only had so many samples he brought back. Damn it, Dan. Anyway. <laughs> no, but seriously, guys, that... That Aladino Cameroon by JRE, I mean, I can't recommend it enough. Fantastic. Yep. Nice, good uh, sweetness to it and everything. Ooh, yeah. And just got that little, that Ooh. spice from the Corojo. I mean, it's it's a good, good cigar. Yeah, absolutely. So, there you go. All right. Well, my next one up is the Henry Clay Warhawk Rebellious. You like that stick. I smoked probably three boxes of those. Yes, you have. And I still have another box unopened. Do you really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I bought the last full box that the Hill Cigar Company had. You've been and doing cigar cataloging this week. I'll. Oh, yeah. My, yeah. my dining room table is covered with cigars. But anyway, um, no, I love the Henry Clay Warhawk Rebellious. The Warhawk itself is a really good cigar. Yeah. It's got a little bit of spice to it and everything. Yep. But, man, they ramped that up like just crazy levels for the rebellious and it was a limited edition only so many boxes made and when i heard that i was like okay i'm gonna give this thing a try i tried it i loved it and i'm like okay buy a boxes yeah I'm, I'm i'm just stocking up and i've I, I was going through them like crazy there for a while and i've since kind of ramped that back significantly because i didn't want to burn through my whole supply yeah 
But I'll tell you what, Henry Clay Warhawk Rebellious, fantastic cigar. Okay, so I have maybe, I have maybe sixty to seventy sticks on hand. Okay. Okay. You're cataloging your stuff right now and arranging. I cannot tell you how many. Take a take a just spitball it. Take a guess. Oh, this is going to get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I say four hundred, am I way out of line? Uh, it might be close. Boxes and everything. It might be close. Okay. I'm not saying that I actually have 400, but it might be close. Well, I, I bet you do. I don't know. I kind of want to come count them now just to see. That requires you driving your happy ass up to my house. It's probably not going to happen. Totally do. But probably you know. not going to happen. Yeah. Anyway. Look at, look at this. I'm stacking dimes. You over are. Here. You are. Technically, it'd be more like, uh, you know, nickels, but size of the cigar. I'll tell you, I really, you know, and I know I know we're talking about other sticks and whatnot, but I'm going to circle well, back here that, real quick on I, ours. And that's one thing I wanted to point out real quick, now that, you, now that you bring that up. We did purposely leave off the Bishop and the Gator from these lists yes. for the purposes of, you know, fairness. We didn't want to like, I mean, it should be assumed that the Bishop and the Gator made we put and, our names on and them. topped these lists. Yeah. I mean, it's no offense to anybody else, but this is our friggin' cigar. So we're, you know. we're going to think yeah. the world of it. But I will tell you, from everyone I've seen that has had the cigar, yeah. all the feedback that we've gotten, you've gotten on yours, I've gotten on fantastic. mine. Fantastic. Fantastic, yep. exactly. All right, so what's your next stick there, Jeffrey? Next up. Number three. Superfly Connecticut by Oscar. Mm. The Good stick. Oscar Valadares makes a mean cigar. Yep. And it doesn't matter. It, like, celebrate the whole catalog. Well, and you and I have smoked the Superfly. We have. And admittedly, the Superfly, while you, I, as I recall, it's got a little you punch said for you me. liked it. Yes. But it had a little bit more strength to it than maybe you liked. Yes. Whereas, the, a good cigar. whereas the Connecticut. Oh, it's perfect. It's the same binder and filler. Right in the wheelhouse. All they did was just swap out that wrapper for a nice, creamy Connecticut. And it's amazing how much difference it makes in the cigar. Yeah. And like I said, not that the Superfly is bad, because I like the Superfly. I love the Connecticut Superfly. I remember going to TPE in January, which feels yeah, like... Yeah, keep rubbing that in. Which feels like 8,000 years ago. Doesn't it? And um, going by Oscar's booth, and he has that... Did he that, recognize you? He did. Oh, yeah. He has Oscar's that, good people. He had that nice pink box there with the Superfly, because normally Superfly is in the purple box and bands and everything, but it's that nice pink box and everything, and I took one look. I'm like, what is that? And sure enough, he was unveiling the Connecticut Superfly at TPE, I don't and think, it was flying off the oh, shelves. Oh, I bet. Like, the retailers were buying that up like crazy. Now, Nick knows the reason I ask him if Oscar recognizes us is because we were Oscar's security detail one night. We can't... I don't think we've ever actually talked about it on the show. What? We were security detail. I mean, we gave him a ride back to the hotel. Well, it sounds better the way I say it. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> we've talked about that. Did we on the show? I'm pretty sure. I thought we had on the herf. Uh, well, I mean, you know. We've talked about it. Talked I just about don't know it. I don't know if we've given but details. Yeah. But so, yeah, we, we love Oscar to death. So, anyway, on to your cigar. My next cigar is the Mildias by Crown Heads. Oh, I almost put that on mine. Love that cigar. Yeah. It's so incredibly complex. And I'll be honest, sometimes it, it, it that's one of those cigars that we're, depending upon the environment I'm in, my mood, you know, whatever yep. else, it will shift. Like it I'll changes pick up, with you. You're I right. I pick up different things in that cigar yep. depending upon 
you know, the, 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 like I said, the environment, my mood and all that and everything. Yep. It's, it's just such a great cigar, but I love that cigar. It's so a much. rich tapestry. It is. It yeah. is. That is a really good cigar. So yeah. The Mildias by Crown Heads. We did that, uh, what, a month or two back? Yeah. We did that on the episode when we had John Huber from Crown Heads. That's on. right. Exactly. Yep. yep. And remember, you did the cold draw and you said that you had like a fruity flavor. And I nailed and, it. And you nailed it. Nailed he, it. He got so excited when you said that. And, I was happy because I was afraid you were going to say something stupid. And he was going to be like, no, damn it. You know? Chicklets and cantaloupe. Exactly. <laughs> so, anyway. It harkens back to the early days of the podcast. Oh, my. So, next up. Number two. I have a cigar that is on my top five. Mm-hmm. But it's not a cigar I regularly smoke. Okay. But it's one of my most purchased cigars of the year. Okay. It is the Leather Rose... The Deadwood series by uh, Drew Estates. Oh, okay. So, Kristen, my yeah, ex. You have bought a lot of those I bought this a year. lot of those. I got a lot of those boxes laying around. Yep. Um, fell in love with the cigar. Yeah. And I have. I actually got her a box for her birthday. Yep. And she loves that stick. So, I bought a lot of those. I, I will smoke one here and there, but for the most part, I leave them to her. But they were a really good cigar. And again... It's probably one of my top three purchased cigars of the entire year. I've had it. It's pretty good. Um, every once in a while, as a palate, you know, yeah. different differentiator, I'll I'll smoke one of the Deadwood uh, Fat Bottom Bettys. Now, see, I think the Betty's too sweet. And well, and that's the thing, you know. I've tried the Leather Rose, and it's a really good cigar. Pinky really likes the Leather Rose a lot. Yeah, they're yeah. hard to come by right now. They are. They're yeah. a little difficult to track down. Yeah, when I got when I was able to get her that box for her birthday back in November, I was so excited because, again, they're cleared off the shelves. Mm-hmm. So I lucked into that, grabbed it, and ran. Well, I mean, I paid for it and then ran. Well, obviously, you know? yeah, yeah. Well, my next cigar um, is actually two cigars. Okay, it was the one time that I had to like I had to just throw down the tie and just say that. You were a tie. I can't. No, like was it? A, it was it, it like it is a tie? It is a tie. Was it like situation. a long tie or a more of a like a bow or a bolo? Shut up. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I've never seen you wear a tie that I can remember. It's the Perdomo Reserve tenth anniversary. Wait, you're saying the cigars tie? Yes, I was way off. The Perdomo Reserve tenth anniversary. They came out with the Sun Grown <laughs> and the Maduro. And you've tied them? And I, I love them both. Yeah, you like, do. Like, it's hard for me to pick a winner there. And the thing is, what they actually were, they, they used to, they they kind of a tweaking of the blends from the old uh, uh, Perdomo 10th Anniversary Reserve Champagne Sun Grown yeah. and the Champagne Noir. But they are different. They're, they're not the same blend. You smoke them, because I have There's still, a noticeable difference in those cigars. I still have some of the old, the old Sun Grown and the old uh, Noirs. And I've smoked them and then tried them. Are those those Super Toros you're a big fan of, or is that a different stick? I mean, you can get a different size. That's, yeah. that's the size. That's the size but, you yeah. like, yeah. But um, I'll tell you what. These these new blends, um, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, And actually, the Maduro was just recently named the uh, Cigar of the Year by Cigar Authority. Was it? It was. Fair enough. So, But no, I... I love both of them. We, lo- like, we love our could, friends over could, at the Authority. Couldn't pick which one, so I went, went ahead and tied them up and gave them both the same 
Now, I'm not going to lie. Since you brought up the authority. Yeah. Um, they had a great Christmas card. They did. But it, it's not as good as ours. Well, no. But it's pretty close. It's it's close. It was close. It, it, yeah. But, yeah, that was a, that was a good a, a good <laughs> shot of Mr. Jonathan by himself in front of the Christmas tree. Yeah. I was I was impressed by that. That was good. <laughs> anyway. So, if you haven't seen it, go, yeah, search it out. Okay. Uh, let's so see. I think this is the, the last cigar on the list there, Jeff. It's time it's- for... Number one. Okay, you ready for mine? Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Everybody everybody that has listened to the podcast knows what my number one is, in no particular I'm order. I'm sure I know which one Because you know what's missing. Because I know what's missing, and this is the other one that would have made my list, but I left it off because I had a gut feeling you were going to have it on your list, and so I figured rather than double up, we would just do this. The Yagua by J.C. Newman. I knew it. Oh, my God. Is that a good cigar? So good. And so it's- good. I know there probably aren't a lot of them floating around right now. I got now. five. I got one. I got five. You sack. I, I found those one. while sorting through. I found a. Damn it. I was going through the uh, one of my Tupperware uh, tubs, and one I, of. By the way, you heard that, folks. Yeah, one of I, his Tupperware Tupper doors. I'm going through the Tupper door, and all of a sudden, I find this. Um, you know the plastic bags that you get at the cigar shops that they you know yeah. put it, and I and I see one, and I see the Yagua in that, and I. I pull the bag up and it unfurls and there's like four of them in that oh, bag and I'm like oh my god I found the mother load oh my god so yeah I've got like five of those at home yeah I've only got one left and I'm, <laughs> I'm savoring it mm-hmm. um, you know it's just such a good cigar and again on that on that cold draw and the cold retro hail you know I, I got that you know straw f- smell it, it brought me back to like a hayride when I was in like 4-H or you know church hayrides or were you checking to see if you had one I with you? I thought I might have had yeah. one in my travel humidor. Or were you just going to wave it in front I of me was. and mock me? I was going to be like, hey, check this out. You son of a bitch. <laughs> but it did. It, 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 and it's funny how smells and tastes can take you back to moments in your life like that. And that's one of those those cigars that does that for yep. me. It remi- For some reason, a cigar reminds me of my childhood. Yep. Yeah, it's really neat. Well, my final cigar for 2020. Okay. Is the Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua? You love that. That's thing. that blue band yep. Reserva Real. Yes. Holy crap! Yeah. That thing. It's got spice. It's got flavor. It kind of punches you when you when you light it up and first get it going. Uh, AJ Fernandez did the blend on that, which of course well, is going to yeah, have that, that little bit of You'd be all in there. for a Fernandez but cigar. I'll tell you what, man. I have smoked the holy hell out of those. You don't find them too many places. Yeah. The only place that I have consistently found it, and it's because the guy who runs the humidor really likes it, is uh, Total Wine. Oh, okay. But like otherwise, I mean, like you haven't, I haven't tracked it, it down that it's many. It's not places. one you just run across. You're no, right. and but oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, like it just, it it just, it's an amazing, amazing cigar. Now, so I I did I really have one additional. I had a number six. <gasps> you. Bastard. I had an honorable mention. It's not really an honorable mention, but I hate to not include it because it was so good. Yeah. It's the uh, Rose of Sharon Desert Rose. Oh, yes. Yep. yep. That's by Southern Draw. That's a great stick. Yeah. It's, it's you know, basically that Connecticut Rose of Sharon, but it's got that little oomph to it. Yep. The Desert Rose. And, and a little bit of punch. Yeah. It, I had to include that. I know it's a bonus. I know I cheated and added an extra you did. one. You did. But it's so good. 
I Sophie's Choice so many cigars in order to get to this point. And <laughs> you're going and just like, oh, honorable mention. I threw in a bonus. Oh, my gosh. See, I got six. You got five. Oh, well, there you go. I'm sure you could come up with another dozen quickly. Probably could. Yeah, you probably could. But I'm not going to. Well, there you go. Because you know what we are going to do now? What? We're going to continue this. Wait, what? What? Wait, what? We're I was doing my normal play along, but I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. We're going to continue about. this. And we're going to now move into Larry the Mute's top five of 2020. What? Hey, Larry. Oh, my God. Hey, Larry. What's going on, Larry? Pull up a chair, buddy. All right. Okay. So now Larry is going to give us his personal top five of 2020. So we're going to go ahead and get going with number five. Ah, the Backwoods Russian Cream. He did like that one a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. Okay. I haven't smoked it. So what's number four, Larry? You know what? I'm not going to lie. That White Owl uh, White Grape is awesome. Again, I, yep. I haven't smoked it. I have. It's actually really good. Number three. Now, he just smoked, you just smoked this one not too long ago. The Boozy Mango. The, the Swisher yeah. Sweets Boozy Mango. Okay. okay. That was a relatively recent one that was. made the list there. It's good. Number two. And I'm not going to lie, Nick. I like the Berry Fusion as well. By Dutch Masters. Yep. Yes, yes. The Berry Fusion Dutch Masters. Again, can't say as I've ever smoked it, but, you know, hey. That's, that's the point. And, uh, Larry, you're number one. Look at that with White Owl with a double entry on the list there. White Owl with the Peach Cigarellos. I'm not going to lie. That Peach Cigarello is good. Oh, well, that's great. So, oh, oh. You what? What's that? Oh, Larry's, he's wanting to plug in here. He's. What? All right, well. Okay, Guys, folks, we're, 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 we're going to turn the show over to Larry. Some, using some technology here to plug in Larry the Mute for an announcement. I'd like to take this opportunity to announce that I will be retiring from the cigar pulpit. Oh, I have been offered what? the opportunity to create my own line of short filler gas station cigarillos. Oh. I deeply appreciate the opportunity to take part in your show, Aww. and despite Jeff's incessant ability to frustrate me to no end with his constant interruptions, hey. I am more than willing to help out if needed or come back for a special appearance from time to time. Aww. Aww. So this is not the last you all will hear from me. I truly didn't realize the sheer amount of doors that being a part of the cigar pulpit would open up to me. I feel it would be irresponsible to my family and their well-being not to pursue these opportunities for greater fortune. Thank you all for your love and support. God bless. Oh. Wow, Larry. Well, Larry. I mean, I'm really happy for you. Yeah, that's that's awesome news about the Cigarello line. It but, really is. But, I, um, I got one question. Yeah? Could we have just been doing this all along? <laughs> I mean... I mean, wouldn't that have made a lot worse sense? I guess it actually... Aw, oh, damn it. Did you piss him off already? His last time, and he's already storming off. Damn it, Jeff. Well, 
I didn't mean to offend. It just right, that would have well, made so much more sense all guys, along. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, Larry the mute. Larry the mute. Larry the mute. Wow. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see that coming. You didn't have any indication. No, he hadn't said a word to me. <laughs> You're such a piece of shit. Oh my god. Well, now that we've recapped 2020. How about we find out what everybody else has thought about 2020? I love it. So we asked you guys if you would call in to the Ask the Boys hotline and just kind of give us your your thoughts on 2020. What, what were you happy about out of 2020? Because, you know, everybody's kind of shat on this year and, you know, in a lot of cases for good reason. Yep. But at the end of the day, some good stuff really came out of it. For example... The Bishop and the Gator, which we are currently smoking. Before we get into the uh, Amen. the calls here, what do you uh, what do you what do you do over there with your Gator? I stacking dimes. You right? have like half the cigar. Yeah, as that ash, ash is there. holding on like crazy. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna do a retro. I haven't done a retro hill yet. Oh God, I just did mine. <laughs> wow, seeing angels. Oh, he just lost his ash all over his hand. <laughs> 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 it fucked his retro hail. I was trying not to laugh. <laughs> I just ashed all over myself. Um, that was really good. It was a spicy retro hail. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Probably that Nicaraguan. Yeah, I yep. bet it is. Oh, but yeah, I got ash everywhere. Yeah, you, you did. You have a mountain of ash. Yeah, on the I table gotta try to there. clean this up. What Nick doesn't tell you is we have one ashtray, and we're sitting a mile and a half apart. Yeah, at we're this sitting table. in a very very. Really? Really? You pour, you pushed it into your hand, and then you threw that to the ashtray. You have made the biggest mess I in the really of thought the table. that would work better than it did. It didn't work for shit. <laughs> no, it didn't. And the tabletop on your side just is just horribly dirty. Yeah, that made a mess. You, you royally... Chloe, our waitress, is going to kick my ass. She is not going to be happy. Oh. Well, let's find out what everybody in 2020... What they were happy about. Let's hear it. All right. So let's get into that. Hey, Bishop. Hey, Gator. This is uh, Ted from uh, IG, Teddy Gorilla. Teddy. Teddy. I was, uh, it's 1.44 a.m. I'm working a night shift oh on my, my job. God. So I'm out, so I'm just up smoking and really just um, dicking around. But I just I was listening to the episode and love the uh, idea of being thankful or, you know, just saying how thankful we are for 2020 and what we're looking for for uh, 2021. So what I'm actually thankful for for 2020 is the fact that I have discovered cigars. Wow. This was the year I actually started smoking cigars. Oh, and, wow. I uh, was very thankful and grateful for it because of the fact that I met so many people uh, in person and uh, virtually. I uh, got uh, smoked um, one of my favorite cigars, one of, one of my favorite cigars with you guys on the episode. And yep, that was have, a blast. Uh, enjoyed, like I said, some of the uh, the goodies that I got from you guys and from the, from Al from the Good Cigar uh, Podcast. Al's a great guy. So that's what I'm so thankful for, just for the sheer fact that, you know, even through all this, we was able to still be able to kind of connect and perf and do everything else and everything like that, even though we haven't even seen each other, you know, even in person, not yet at least. And Soon. for 2021, Soon. what I'm looking forward for right, looking looking forward to right now, honestly, right now I'm just thankful just to get to that to that year, 
And, you know, I'm not the type of person that, you know, dwell on um, what's to come. I'm just looking for the day-to-day thing, and I'm just pretty much enjoying everything, every single second that I live and every single second that I get to experience the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever, you know. So I'm just um, – so that was my um, my 2021 um, outlook and everything like that. So, guys, just um, have a happy new year. Um Love, of course, I've always loved the podcast. Going to continue to always uh, listen to you guys. And uh, remember this always to tell everybody, uh, make sure everybody stays safe and stay smoky, guys. All right. Peace. I'm going to tell you what. That's awesome. I love Teddy. He is one of the greatest people. He is really, really awesome. And, you know, that's one of the fun things about this podcast is we've gotten to know so many people and not even necessarily in person. Like he said, we've just gotten to know him from the podcast, and you know he was kind enough to share his birthday cigars with us. I know it was and it was came on the show really with nice us. Of him to do that, I mean, I can't say enough good stuff. He's one of the one well, of the nicest people that I've ever come in contact with. And you know, not to like you know get too deep and everything, but you know, Teddy, uh, you're not going to profess your love for him or anything, no, because that he, would be weird. He he, I mean, I don't think it's a secret. You know, he, that you're in love with Teddy. He came down with COVID. Oh yeah, and you know, I mean, Teddy, uh, he he dealt with that, and his whole family dealt with that. And I know there were some days that he was kind of kind of rough with it and it, everything, it and sounded it, rough, kind of zapped him. And you know, look, uh, I'm I'm glad that Teddy made it through. Um, he had a lot going on in 2020, and uh, well, we talked to him about it's, that it's with great. with different health things and whatnot. Yeah, and he's had he's had a rough patch, and I'll tell you what, the guy's a fighter, and he he's is. pulled through it, and you know, more power to him. So, no, I'm I'm glad that he has a good outlook on, on the year and is looking forward to 20. You are in love with Teddy, though, aren't Shut you? Shut up. Let's we love on. you, Teddy. Next qu- or next, next, next call. <laughs> next call. Hey, Nick. Hey, Gator. I was just listening to the podcast. Um, I just wanted to say I am thankful for the Cigar Authority podcast, and <laughs> I'm looking forward to some more episodes of the Cigar Authority podcast next year. Have a great year, boys. <laughs> Okay, well... Um, was that Mr. Jonathan? I don't know who that was, actually. Um, they didn't leave their name. and was It Bar- It wasn't Barry. No, it was nobody from the Cigar Authority. It was just evidently somebody that... Really likes the Cigar Authority. Troll- trolling us. So oh, that's it's, awesome. That's okay. I, I'm, I'm entertained by it. So. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was really fun. <laughs> I mean, I like the Cigar Authority, too. But yeah, same here. You don't see me calling into them and... But, you know, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> you right. trolled them before. I know. Sending a message and stuff during their show. <laughs> uh, Hi, this is Aaron from Oregon. What's up, Aaron? Uh, has, hey, Aaron. Twenty twenty has been a great year for me. Um, I became a father. Oh, I was able to stay in the entire year, and I started smoking cigars in twenty twenty. I'm looking forward to twenty twenty one of leaving the socialist state of Oregon for the great state of Texas. Hey, have a happy new year and stay smoking. I'm not going to lie. Texas looks a lot better than Illinois you right know now, what, too, Aaron, buddy. Um, you're in the socialist state of Oregon. We're in the People's, People's Republic, Republic of, Illinois. of Illinois. So we feel your pain, maybe not to the full extent. You kind of have a little bit more wacky of a situation out in Oregon than we do in Illinois. But the thing with Illinois is what Colorado and Oregon, te- or I'm sorry, what California and Oregon tend to do. Uh, Illinois tends to pick up about five years later. So yep. I guess we have that to look forward to here. Um, but no, so I get it. And you know what? Congratulations on becoming a father. 
Yeah, that's that, awesome. That's an amazing thing. And then, you know, I find it interesting that of our of our callers, uh, two of them are brand new smokers this year. You know, that's right. And I don't know. Uh, Not to mention Pinky. I, well, it's true. Yeah. But I mean, I I think it's really interesting that this year um, has mo- has. I don't know what motivated these people to start smoking. You know what? That would be an interesting thing to follow up with everybody. Like, I, I have a good idea. To find out, like, how, why did Everybody you, yeah. needed to relax. I guess. And that's one thing that smoking affords all of us, is that time to just sit down and relax and concentrate on nothing in the outside world. And everybody's needed that this year. Definitely. Well, how about we, uh, we hear from somebody else? Okay. What's up, guys? It's Lupe here. Lupe! Lupe. Uh, okay, to answer your question Miss you, buddy. on what good has came to me in 2020, uh, I'd have to say finding your podcast. Oh, man. You guys have kept me going, you know, all day at work and listening to you knuckleheads and everything like that. <laughs> so I got to say, you guys have been... The highlight of my 2020. Bless your heart. Also, number two is I have bone to pick with Gator because you guys, uh, you you Gator, you mentioned something uh, maybe a couple weeks ago about um, hotel room and the cleaning lady. Oh. Her name was Lupe. Lupe! <laughs> Not right. such a wise uh, choice in name, sir. That's I'm her name on the offended. show. It's from Seinfeld. <laughs> stay safe and stay smoky, guys. Oh, love I, you, man. Happy I, New Year. I knew you were going to catch shit for that. I didn't even think I about that. Think about but her that, name but was Lupe on the show. I knew you were going to catch shit for that, though. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, no, that, Lupe, that, that's incredibly kind it, it of you It really is say. nice, buddy. Um I don't really. That that it's humbling. It really you know? is. And Nick doesn't get humble very often. Well, I had to like. I told you repeatedly, Jeff, that we had to. Keep, I know you have. We had to keep going with the podcast through this year because. And you, you know, even said people need this, and you exactly. were right. I mean, it's like it's one of those things. People need to be distracted and and take their mind off of it. And that's why I didn't like talking about COVID so much on the show. Yeah. I know we did. It's kind of hard not to. It's the elephant in the room. But at the same time, like, I really hated dwelling on it because yeah. it just it just sucked all the fun out of everything this year. And I kind of wanted to do our best to bring some well, of that back. As much as I bitched so. at you for doing two, um, and I, I may not continue doing two into the next year just because of the time commitment. But um, I think I needed to do the podcast as much as maybe some of the folks needed to hear it. Because you know me, I started to recluse. Yeah, like I wasn't wanting did. to leave the house no, for a while. There, it, it, you know, I'm not going to say depression was setting in, but something was weird, and I just got to the point where I didn't want to leave my couch. I didn't want to leave the back deck, and I didn't want to leave the couch. Yeah, and it was good to get me out of the house and get me doing stuff, and you know, kind of keep me in the game. Yeah, I'll admit that. There you go. Well, never again, but I'll admit it right now. <laughs> okay. Well, we got one more call here okay. about 2020, so why don't we uh, go ahead and close this out. Hey, guys. This is Jacob out of KC. Hey, hey. Uh, again, Jay Walker, 95, for uh, Cigar Reviews by Jacob on Instagram. Jacob. Um, just wanted to respond to your guys' episode about think- what we're thankful for and what we're looking forward to. Um, this year, 
been blessed to uh, be working in a cigar lounge part-time, and just the knowledge that I've gained over the past year has been astronomical. Um, number two, it, it, for the um, what we're looking forward to, 2021, if you haven't heard, um, good old Padron and Puente have teamed up and are going to um, do a collaboration of cigars. I believe uh, Puente is going to make a Padron, blend a Padron cigar, and Padron is going to blend an Opus. Wow. So looking forward to that. It's supposed to be sold in Cossums or something like that. Um, I don't care what the price is. I'm going to make sure to get one. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. Stay smoky. I'm pretty sure he just broke news on our show. Yeah, it sure sounds like it. I didn't it does. Know, I didn't know that. I had but, no idea. That's but, awesome. Um, I can guarantee those are going to be uh, pricey sticks. Yeah, but I, man, I but bet I they're, they're going to be really good. Yeah, but yeah, wow. they're they're not going to be cheap. But wow, no, that's awesome. Well, and you know what? Congratulations on getting the gig in the uh, cigar lounge. I know a lot of guys. You know, when we're sitting back in the lounge and everything, some people think it'd be awesome to start a lounge. Some people want to just work in one. I mean, but you know, good for you for actually making that happen and, yep. and pursuing something that you want to do because that, that's awesome. So, Well, see, and I think it's one of those jobs that people that go to the lounge are almost jealous of because yeah. it's like, I want to be here all the time. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure it's work when you're there, but it's got to be a cool job. I would And hope all the so. people you meet. If it's not a cool job. And if you're not having fun, I don't know what you're doing wrong because it yeah. looks, by all accounts, it looks like it should be just it looks really fun. pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. So That's awesome. Well, see, I'm glad you guys called in because we wanted to point out that 2020 wasn't all bad. There were lots of bright spots, lots of good things. Yep. Lots of things we can look forward to. And I'm glad to hear that other people had good experiences this year. And that we weren't just completely bogged down in negative because it's easy to get bogged down in the negative. It's it's, but it's nice to to reflect on the positive. Well, and and the thing about that is, Nick, you know what? There are a lot of positive times coming. There are, and you know, we got to weather the storm. We'll get through it. I'm not one of those that says we're all in this together. Thus, we're not. Not everybody's nope. in the same position as everybody I was else. Say a lot of differences, but we'll get through this. Yep. So, well, very cool. Well, Jeff, it's time for some up facts. There you go. Yep. Well, you've got the cards there, buddy. So why don't we go ahead and get into some up facts? There you go. Okay. So you ready for this? I am. I'm, I'm bringing the heat I'm, tonight. Ready as I'm, I'm ever doing. Be. I'm doing the. Yeah, you liked doing the uh, up facts last yes. time. Yeah. Yeah. So, I enjoy this. Yeah. So I figure we'll go ahead and keep on that train. Because I, I like the awkward, and I get to ask the questions. Uh, I've got plenty of uh, moral dilemmas sitting here for you. and There you go. Some of these might be hopefully awkward. Residents of Tampa, Florida. It doesn't oh, say what year. I like Tampa. I know I love Tampa. Don't, I miss Tampa so much. Tampa. Oh, my God. I love Ebor. <laughs> anyway, um, there was an apartment complex there that caught a 12-foot alligator, and they tied it to a tree to keep it as a pet. Oh, my. Neighbors, Probably not a good idea. Neighbors called the cops. After witnessing the owners do blank, take the gator for a walk, charging admission to pet the beast, oh my. feeding the alligator live cats, or letting it swim in the pool. I'm hoping it's not C. It's the cats. They God were feeding it cats. Damn it. Yeah, I know. I just got a new cat. That's just. 
Little, little Charlie. He's the cutest Stop. thing in the world. Yep, they God. were feeding live cats to an alligator. Oh, my God. Florida man right there. All right. Okay. Was that f***ed up enough for you? I guess so. Oh, wait. I can't say it. <laughs> okay, you ready? Okay. Tell me. Telling friends that you have to bust a grumpy is code for what? Uh, take a poop. Okay. You know, it's funny. Here, I'll, I'll give you the uh, four possible answers. Number one, I'm going to tone it down and say using yourself like an amusement park. Masturbation. Yes. Number two, <laughs> number two is taking a dump. Number three is uh, getting into a fight. Number, or in the, I guess... The number four D whatever would be uh, picking a wedgie. And what was the and name of this thing again? It's busting a grumpy. Okay. And you were right. It's taking a dump. Okay. I've never heard that phrase for that before. Busting a grumpy. I mean, I've dropped kids off at the pool. Yep. Delivered a baby. <laughs> Can't say as I've ever busted a grumpy. There you go. Okay. You have. You just didn't know what it was called. I guess so. Okay, so there's a rare disorder that causes people to forget the previous 24 hours of their life immediately after they what? The four choices are yawn, fart, orgasm, or sneeze. Sneeze. Nope, dude, it's the orgasm. Wow. Yeah. That must have been bad sex if you have to forget the last day. Well, I'm going to say I have no idea what I ate yesterday. Anyway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, this nuts! Oh. This nuts! Oh. I miss him. Oh man! Oh God! Uh, okay, this is dedication. A researcher did this in the name of science, and the four uh, choices are: ingested snake venom to record the effects on the human body. B. Lived in the wild with chimps for seventeen years. Well, we know the one chick did that. Yeah, wasn't oh. that uh, good? All good? All Jane yeah, Goodall. Jane Goodall. Uh, C allowed twenty thousand. You could hook bugs. up with Jake Goodall. Why not? I said you could. Yeah, why not? I mean, let's be real. She hung out with apes for all that time, and she should be like all about you. As long as they throw some feces, I, I mean, think we'll be good. Pick the little bugs out of her hair, you'll be set, man. It's a nice meal. There you go. It's a snack. <laughs> Speaking of bugs, oh, C God. is allowed at twenty thousand bed bugs to feast on her. Oh God. Or D ate animal feces. I'm going to go with A. Who, who came up with these? I'm going to go with A. So you're saying the, the, the snake, snake venom? venom? The snake venom. Nope. It was the bed bugs Whoa. eating her literally alive. Oh, God. Yep. And you ready for the last one? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. I, I picked this one out with these just. These are indeed. Up facts, up facts, right? Yeah. Okay. So you're ready for the last one? Okay. The turn. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this. Oh, God. God bless it. I didn't come up with this game. It's, again, we're doing this from the I wish I didn't know. Yes. Or as we call it, <laughs> up facts. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the term for leakage of sperm ah. from the ass. Oh, my God. Down into the vagina crevice. Oh, my God. Resulting in an accidental pregnancy is oh my called. Oh, God. It's one of these four. Oh, my God. Up the duff. Oh, my God. Re- being pregnant, which I think is really funny. Pregnant? Pregnant. <laughs> Slipping one past the goalie. I think oh. that counts no matter. 
how you get knocked up. Oh, my God. And uh, then the fourth choice is a Tokyo Drift. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I... Jesus. <laughs> um, Why are you invoking the Lord in this? I... Because I, I have no words. Um, what was the first one again? <laughs> okay. Up the Duff. Up the Duff. Which I think is really funny. You know, okay. I think I'm going to go with Tokyo Drift. Because to- it just amuses me. Tokyo Drift. Was that it? <laughs> That's it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Although Pregnant is really funny Pregnant. as well. Yeah, yeah. There you go, Biggin. That is this week's installment of <laughs> Up Facts. Uh-huh. All right, well. Boy, I hope these moral dilemmas I have for you are sufficiently as much to rock you as some of those uh, up facts rock me. So. You got to admit, I put the time in on that. You did. Yeah. You found some good ones I there, put in the so. man hours. So, Jeff, I got to ask you. Okay. You're President Truman at the end of World War II. Yes. Do you bomb Hiroshima and Nagasaki or order a large-scale land invasion of Japan? The bomb. Well, I mean, I know in the in the I was saying with hindsight, you know that that ended things, but you know. But again, and and with hindsight too, you have all the moral dilemmas that came with using the first nuclear device. In you know, it's true as a shot in anger, so to speak. But it saved so many lives compared to what an invasion would have done. It's true. And let's be honest. And I don't disagree. I'm just saying. I know, but let's be honest. All day long. It was a fact where America was fighting somebody that had attacked us unprovoked out of nowhere. And I understand that women and children, you know, were victims. But at the end of the day, it ended the war and it saved American lives. And what should you do as the president of the United States? You should look out for your people. And that's what he did. So give, give Truman all the grief about it you want to. But it was the right decision at the time. Well, speaking of there you go, was out, that maybe speaking of looking out for the American people, how about we don't spend a ton of money on gender studies in Pakistan and maybe up the uh, amount of those stimulus checks a little bit if we're going to do that? I'm hey, all in. That would be my political rant for this episode. So, <laughs> moving on. One of my favorite memes. It was the the boys have a wee wee and girls have a vagina. Here, I saved you some money. Put there it into go. the stimulus. Put it into the stimulus. Yeah. So, Jeff. You come across a traveling circus. Okay. Now, according to circus law, the only way performers can leave the circus is by marrying an outsider. Okay. Two circus folk propose to you. Okay. Do you marry the midget or marry the bearded lady? Is the midget female? It just says the midget. I'm assuming it is of the opposite sex or whatever sex you prefer. The midget. So you're going with the midget over the bearded lady? Oh, yeah. Really? All day. Bearded lady can shave. She didn't. Could. Didn't. She was in the circus. <laughs> Maybe after you get married, she breaks out the bick. Uh, midget. Still going with the little person. I might huh? get a show on TLC. <laughs> <Jesus>. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> The offense. Didn't see that one coming, did you? The offense. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you, you know, a, you realize TLC has become the modern, like, circus freak show, right? You know, and that's the sad part is it used to be the learning channel. Yeah. And now it's just, you know, little people, fat people, and, you know, 
trashy people. It, the Octomoms of the world have their yeah. own shows on yeah. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. I have to point out, uh, I still have two more of these moral dilemmas for you, but I have to point out, I'm in the final third of okay. the bishop here. FinalThirdCigar.com. FinalThirdCigar.com. little shout out to our friend Broccoli Rob Broccoli there. Rob, which he and I are working on some things, but I don't know when they're going to be ready, but, but we're working on some things. Okay. So, so hopefully here very, very soon we will have uh, Broccoli Rob back on the show. But um, Yeah, I missed him for December. The, Bless his uh, heart. The spice on this this guy. You ramping? It, it's ramped up in the final third. I it, It's got such great flavor, and I'm going to do... You know, as, back as much as I know it's going to hurt, I'm going to do a final third retro. Hill. Okay, while you're doing that, back to my uh, idea for my show on TLC. Maybe I can raise pumpkins. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god! Um, wow. <laughs> I don't even think you heard what wow. I said. I don't know which I'm responding to. Either the retro hill or you raising pumpkins. <laughs> um, what is so freaky about people that grow pumpkins? The Rolos. Their whole show is about their pumpkin farm. What show? There's a show about a pumpkin farm? Yes. I truly don't know this. This is news to me. <laughs> Little People, Big World. It's I, about them literally raising pumpkins. I don't I don't watch that, Jeff. It's actually really a good show. I don't watch it. They're good people. I like Matt. I know a dude that lives on the cul-de-sac with the sister wives guy. No, you don't. In Las Vegas. Bullshit. Yeah. My friend Bill. He really? had, He lives on the same like cul-de-sac with the sister wives guy and like when the sister wives guy moved to vegas yeah he bought like four houses one for each one of the wives yeah and he would like just bop back and forth between the four houses depending upon what wife he was like with that day what in the hell is and the polyg- polygamous doing that he can afford four houses he's got a show on fucking tlc i guess back <laughs> I mean, to why i'd marry the midget let's be real he had one house when he didn't have a show on tlc and Valid now he's point. got four Valid because point. he was on tlc but yeah, no, it and like he's talked about, like he's told uh, me and John because John knows Bill too. Yeah, how like when when the when the show would come in, they would shut down the street, and you know the the production crew would be there and be bopping back and forth in houses and everything like that. And, really? Oh yeah. So it's out in Vegas. Okay then. Anyway, so Jeff, you are a lonely sheep farmer. <laughs> At times, you have finally <laughs> fallen <laughs> fallen into temptation and had intercourse with your favorite sheep. I'm not boning a sheep. Well, in this scenario, you did, I, and I don't think she so. seemed to enjoy it. So the question becomes: Do you continue to have sex with the sheep, or resort to a life of celibacy? They're cuddly, nice and soft. They are woolly. They're like their own little pillow. Woolly. Just saying, with a vagina. <laughs> God, a sheep badge. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? The God. fact that you haven't answered yet. I want to know what's wrong with you. Uh, I'm going to say celibate. But privately, that sheep's getting railed tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's consensual. Oh, I got to put the carrot in your mouth and bite down. <laughs> That's the horse. Oh. That's the horse. Sheep can't eat carrot? Sheep don't like carrot. Everyone knows that. I don't know what sheep eat. You know what tigers like? Pepper. Okay. It's a reference to, you know, the hangover. All right. All right. <laughs> Don't you remember when they're giving it the steak and Alan's like coated it in pepper? And they're like, why are you putting pepper on the steak? You know, tigers love pepper. Okay. Yeah. Well, final question. Okay. Do you. Do you. Do me. Watch your parents have sex every day for a year or join them once to stop. 
No, because it goes back to your whole Pornhub conversation we had. Because it's incest at that point. Because there's blood relation involved. So you're going to watch him for a year? Do I have to keep my eyes open? You got to watch him for a year or join in once. And then it stops. I don't think either one of those is a valid scenario. In I mean, which would you do? <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, oh, that's... <laughs> God, that is... Didn't see that coming back around to you, did it? Kobayashi Maru right there. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the no-win situation. It's definitely a no-win scenario. The last thing um, that's going to happen is you're going to sit back in your chair and eat an apple. I'll tell you that. Got Only the nerds got that reference. Yeah, I got that reference. Um, <laughs> a lot of lens flares in that movie. Why did you Why did you throw that back at me? I didn't throw, <laughs> I didn't throw the... Uh, I didn't throw the up facts back at you why do you have to throw this one back at me that's on you no that's not right that's on you that's not right you never actually answered either by the way (laughs) (laughs) that's more fucked up than the up facts that's true it's true it really is it's true by the way thanks for muting your phone during the podcast there is it not i don't know i just heard a ping but hey whatever you know i mean it's what it is (laughs) okay then oh god well all right. Well, that's that's enough moral dilemmas for the day. That that circled back. Yeah, that wasn't me. my phone. It was on. It was on vibe. Oh, well, yeah. Weird. Wasn't me. I don't know then. Anyway. All right. Well, again, I am near. I'm I'm like at the end of this bishop, and I've kind of slow walked it. The bishop. It's one of those smokes that if you're really like working at it, you can definitely uh, smoke it a little quicker. You know, you and I have taken our time with these. But I've enjoyed the hell out of it. Okay. Thanks for paying attention, buddy. That was good. Okay. Staring at the phone. That was, that was good. You're the one that pointed out that it went off. You didn't need to continue. But it didn't beep. But, but I had anyway. messages. Okay. Oh, so. You're so bitter. All right. You're so bitter. You realize, and I want to point this out to you. Okay. okay. Just, just so you know. Okay. You're the one that sent me the show prep on the phone, so I have to look at it to see it, to know what's coming up next. Yeah. You, I he, actually, you to, he actually did an outline I, of today's show, I guys. I want you to look at the outline. I don't necessarily want you to stare at, like, whatever other If I didn't thing. look at the outline, how would I know it's time to prompt you for the My Monthly Cigar ad? Are you going to? I just did. That was a poor prompt. <laughs> Very poor. <laughs> Well, My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service <laughs> where you can get uh, boxes of cigars sent to your home every month. Uh, come in a variety of different sizes. We get the Robusto box. We do. It's four cigars for $30. What else do they offer, Jeff? They also have the El Presidente, Which 50 is, bucks. Is, it is 50 bucks, but but what do you get with Eight that? Eight cigars for hoarding purposes. There you go. It's two of everything in the Robusto box. They have other boxes. Let's be honest, guys. You want to do these because they're both covered by the MSRP guarantee. Which states? That the price of the cigars in the box will meet or exceed the price of the box. Exactly. So, like, for December, it was, like, what, 45 bucks or so? On the uh, Robusto, I think you were saving between 14 and 15 bucks. There you go. Yeah, it's a good deal. Yep. And so, anyway, if you use Offer Code Pulpit. P-U-L-P-I-T. That gets you free shipping on the first box. It also gets you 20% off any of the items in Nick's online store. Because it has an online store where you can buy not only the cigars that have been in the boxes. Accessories and whatnot. also other cigars and accessories and stuff. So, head on over to MyMonthlyCigars.com. There you go. So, So next up on the agenda. Oh, dear God. The socials. You know, that, aren't you glad you sent me an outline? There needs to be transitions. It's oh. not supposed to be so like blunt. I mean, 
but it's I've a scalpel, it. not I'm a baseball <laughs> bat, Jeff. Why use a stick when a two by four will do? That's yeah, definitely your life motto. Anyway, um, yeah, we're on we're on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit as well as at Naked Gator, any K K I D Gator plus Pinky Smoke Cigars. Pinky Smoke Cigars, and uh, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. You can always reach out to us through CigarPulpit.com. And then, guys, we need your questions for Ask the Boys, so make sure you call the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-0000. And ask us your questions. It can be about anything, cigars, life, whatever. doesn't matter. I'm not going to lie. As we finish up today, I love the fact that we're into a new year. Oh, me too. And 2021 has so many possibilities and in so many ways has the potential to exceed 2020 by leaps and bounds. And I'm excited. Oh, me too. I mean, let's be real, Jeff. You and I are starting 2021 with cigars that will be in brick and mortar stores very, very soon. Yeah. I mean, by the time this comes out, they may have hit the first store. They may have hit Riverman. Yeah. I which is going to be our launch. Is, yeah, yeah. Our launch will be at Riverman Cigar Company. Um, I don't know the exact date, uh, so don't don't hold me to that just yet. I know it's it's been it's been coming very very. If soon. they're not there by the time this podcast comes out, they'll be there probably within the week. Yeah, within the week. Yep. And then a couple weeks later, so mid January or so, yep. they're rolling out to I think like five other stores. I, I, the last time I talked to Dave, it was seven. Okay, so I need yeah. to get the list from yeah, Dave we need to so get we that. can announce what stores those are going to be. Yeah. And guys, it's like I've been saying, if you want to not only help us out, but also get some really great cigars into your lounge uh-huh. to enjoy, make sure you reach out to either us or uh, Martinez Cigars on Instagram and give us a recommendation of your shop. And at the same time, don't just tell us your shop. Go to your shop owner and tell yeah. them, "Hey, guys, they have these really great cigars. You got to get them in, and yep. you gotta, you gotta." I mean, there's it's a very low cost investment for your shop owner to bring in these. Yeah, cigars. you're not bringing in. You're like not bringing 20 in facings. No, to get we're them. not asking for eight thousand facings or whatever. We're literally talking like a box yeah. that has bishops and gators. But I'm not going to lie mean, to you. If they're going to get those, they also need to get the flat irons. They need the 45s. The 45, I'm guys, telling you. At the very least, make sure you get the 45s yeah. in there with it. Because, I mean, the 45s are just a great smoke. But the the flat iron, equally like yeah. fantastic. I mean, the Martinez Cigars line is really, really good. Yeah. But, you know. The Passion, the uh, but, but, Don Antonio, the promote, New York blend. But yeah, Nick and Gator promote first the, and foremost. Promote yes. the Bishop and yes. the Gator. Yeah. Did anyway. you say Nick and Gator? Yeah, the Bishop and yeah, Gator. Yeah, the Bishop and the Gator. Nick's That's cigar, okay. the Bishop. Yes. Yeah, there you go. That's how I need to say it. There you go. But no, and I'll tell you what, as we finish up our sticks here, I'm down to the nub, you're down to the nub. Yep. Um, I've been, I it, freely admit I've been enjoying my own cigar. I haven't smoked one of these, like you said, since we were down at Tampa. And it, it's just a good, flavorful cigar. It's got that kind of fruity, spicy flavor. When you first start out on the uh, cold draw, the cold retro hail, don't forget to do a cold retro hail on these cigars, guys. Yep. Trust me. Um, but it's it's got that that flavor to it. It's a creamy cigar. And the one thing that they did when they worked on the blend was got rid of that Connecticut 
Bitter. Bitterness. Yeah, yes, that was the one thing. I literally off you the can see. Uh, yeah. There's I'm down the, to the last inch of this. You cigar. are. You're basically enough for you to grab with the fingertips. Yeah, just barely. And um, the uh, that was the one thing about the test blend for the for the Gator was in the final third you got that little bit of Connecticut bitterness. It wasn't really all that bad, but Dave was just insistent that they could work on getting rid of that. Yep. And they went around. They found a different Connecticut. They they tested that it's and incredible. they loved it and yep. now it's it's got that new Connecticut on it's it. It's history, man. And it's it's great. Yeah. It's great. So And one thing that I do want to point out to you guys, you hear us talk about our cigars. Here's the thing. We're we we do not charge for the podcast. You nope. know, we're we don't have some GoFundMe or Patreon or I don't know what other exactly. things are out there. We're not asking you for money. But seriously, if you're gonna smoke cigars, Grab some of ours and try them because you're going to like these sticks. Exactly. If you like a, a nice shade-grown Connecticut that's got a little, you know, that knows somebody, as I like to say, that yeah. you, you referenced earlier, that's going to be the uh, Gator. If you like something a little more on the spicy side that's going to punch you a little bit, go for the Bishop. And the thing is, as Jeff just pointed out, this is a way for you to not only help us out if you want to. I mean, Please I would, do. I would hope you would want to. You know? Except that guy that's listening to the Cigar Authority instead of us. That's true. But he obviously <laughs> listened to us in order to know. But I that's mean, true. I don't know. That was funny. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things that you can help us out and get a nice, good cigar in the process. Damn this straight. Isn't, this isn't like, you know, you're giving money and getting nothing in return. Yep. You know, you're you're helping us out and getting an awesome smoke in the process. So Absolutely. Give I just the, had to uh, give mine up because I was bur- literally burning my fingertips. There you go. Give the Bishop and the Gator a try. Beautiful. Well, Jeff. Hey, onward and upward, man. Twenty twenty one, baby. This is it. This, this is, is it. it. We're here. So we, hey guys, we made it. We made it. We made it through the shit show. Mm-hmm. And hopefully twenty twenty one is not a worse shit show. <sighs> Knock on wood. I want to, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I want to say how could it be, but I don't want yeah, anyone don't, to don't call me that. on that. Yeah, Don't tempt that. Yeah. So, Guys, anyway. thank you so much for listening. Um, we had an awesome year. Our, we've, we've looked at our uh, ratings for the whole year, and we're just blown away by the growth that we've had. And it's all because of you guys. Because obviously we can't advertise, and it's all about you guys telling your friends. So thank you. Exactly. But we want to make 2021 better. Amen. So keep On. telling people and uh, helping us out. 2021, baby. There you go. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. I I just absolutely love when I pick on you about No